0: Be real, you know. Gotta be real, you know. Gotta be real, you know. I'm to hold back this time. Hold back this
1: time. Hold back this, hold back this, hold back this All me. All me. Okay. Yeah. I get tired of being someone else. I don't know how to be my own self. Said I can lose myself sometimes when I'm right in front of all these eyes. I can
0: lose myself sometimes. When I'm right in front of all these eyes. Who am I? Tell me. You're the only one that can help me. You put your life on the line so I can be like you, but I just wanna be me. Not even in the way that I used to. Talking about in the life of the new dude. I still ain't been able to master that. Sometimes I feel like I gotta wear a mask. It's sad. Cause still I hold on to the past. I'm out of school no more, but I still find myself trying to do the aftermath. So when I think about these past events, I try to make sense of all of it. But the pain keeps rushing back all at once, and I get uncomfortable in my own skin. The pain I can't prevent, it's a thorn in my flesh and all your meant. So I know it ain't going nowhere, cause I've it three times, but it still don't make no sense. Tell me why I gotta deal with this, I'm supposed to be strong with weaknesses. But I'm just saying you can keep this, take this cup from me, don't want to drink this. Just say.
1: I get tired of being someone else. I don't know how to be my own self. Said I can lose myself sometimes. When I'm right in front of all these eyes, I get tired of being someone else. I I
0: can lose myself sometimes But I'm right in front of all these eyes Well you think I'm good Cause you want outside and you looking yeah. in But I'm on the inside and I'm crying out cause I'm stuck within yeah, yeah. But they're thinking how he looked like that look But it's like only that. by God's grace God's Cause you think Christ. I'm on a high horse uh-huh. When I'm really down in the hate, oh, yeah, yeah. hate. Don't take, don't take me back, cause I'll turn my back, and just give you that, oh, yeah, but yeah. I don't want to do that, no, no. so cut me some slack, I've been hurt so bad, no, no, I stepped no, in that no, glass, no, and I still no, got particles in no. my feet, It's why I walk without no relief, without you no. try to hold me up, but I hold me down, and I will not let myself breathe, so and it ain't your fault, on night. me, I'm just going to help you see, You're that I really need y'all to pray that I can find a real me, someday, right. I just really need to pray to be
1: Someone I don't get to see and I'm in front of all to see All to see I you tired of being someone else? I don't know how to be my own self and I can lose myself sometimes When I'm right in front of all these eyes Self-sighted time I'm so sorry that I robbed you and I took everything that you had. Didn't know what I was doing. I was so lost, but now I'm so found. I don't know where you are. I don't know where you are. I don't know where you are. But if I found you now, I found you now, I would apologize. I'm so
2: All right, we are back. You just saw the uh, Isaac Jem's music video uh, and his performance. And so we want to thank Isaac for uh, being a voice for the young people and and, and a voice for the creatives and the artists. Uh, You're going to be seeing a lot of him, especially on this program, because I'm going to try to support as many creatives, entrepreneurs uh, as possible. And uh, this is Willie Brown right here. And Jeff Gwill is with us. And we have... uh, so much to talk to you about, and, and we want to share, you know, I want to see what God is doing with, with both of these guys. And they, they, I wanted to have you guys on at the same time because of the fact that, one, uh, I wanted to deal with uh, just how important it is that we don't think that our job is done at church. You guys constantly have something going on after church hours constantly pursuing god more as a lifestyle than just as a, a going to church so i'll start with you jeff uh what was it that really made you say hey there's a there, there's a need for the body of christ uh you know in 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 my like, like that i feel like god is calling me to lead because i know you've been doing the the business thing but you're going even further now but just how did you end up Realizing that God was calling you, and when you needed God. Um. Well, thanks
3: so much for having me on. It's oh, an it, honor.
2: You know, I know we keep in touch and uh, see everything you're doing for the kingdom, and appreciate that. No, oh, by the way, just in case, he's one of the people that keeps me from going crazy, and he has no problem putting me in check. So just, I just had to tell everybody, they're like, "How does Duke not? How does Duke stay out of jail? This yeah. is this is one of the voices that keeps me out of jail." <laughs> Yeah, so... <laughs> He's like,
3: it's a full-time job. No, nah, <laughs> no. Nah. Duke's busy for the kingdom. So, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's just when you know that... And you have a revelation of of heaven and hell, that it's real, and then you're in church, as long as I've been in church with the Lord, uh, my, my wife, praise God, led me to the Lord in 95. Uh, and uh, so, you see... Okay, the the message is still the same. Jesus, you go to heaven. Without Jesus, you go to hell. But we've lost sight of that. Hell is still real, it's still hot, and it's still forever. But why the greatest thing that a Christian has is is, is, is our relationship with Jesus and salvation. Why aren't we trying to help others? from going and spending turning in hell. We go to church, we go through all the motions, we hang out with our church friends, and, and I just see, you know, that's why I, you know, God led me to do the Believer's Biz years ago, to bring together the Christian businesses. But with that, my encouragement to them always is to you know, look for opportunities to minister to people in the marketplace, whether you're in your office, whether you're at the grocery store, and it's just something that the Lord has called me into that I feel it'll be uh, my calling. And you are a businessman. Yes, you know? uh, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. And yeah. God's blessed us with a successful business. And we're busy at that, very busy at that. But, you know,
2: people are dying and going to hell and we got to do something about it. And I, I think that this is again, one of those worlds that we created a divide that doesn't exist like there's the sp- there's our spiritual world and it's like oh yeah i got learn there's the business side it's like no there's because you are just as much of a man of god in your business as you are in church like you don't change just because and i I think there's a lot of people that think for the opportunity's sake let me let me put take off my christian hat and put my business hat on you're a man of integrity Mm -hmm. no matter where you go and no matter what you what you're doing uh and and i that's one of the reasons why i think i can hear you because i watch your consistency in your character as you you know constantly building other people up constantly encouraging other businesses constantly trying to bring people together and elevate people and now it's almost like that business call has gone into another dimension which is rescue hampton roads so tell us a little bit about that rescue hampton roads is a vision the lord
3: gave me uh, Uh, probably in the last year to have a a once a month at our church Christian Embassy a evangelism training and outreach and then top it off at night with a miracle healing service so about three and a half years ago the Lord really started to use me to pray for people in and power evangelism you know uh, I've seen Praise Jesus, I've been, uh, probably uh, close to 700 people have been healed just in the last three and a half, year, almost four years, um, and probably over at least over half of them happened outside of the church. Right. I mean, legs growing out in Walmarts and food lines and backs being healed and people walking out carrying canes and Starbucks. And so I developed a, a, a passion to want to teach others. You know, how do you do that? What does this look like? How do you approach people?
2: What do you say? What concerns me is this, that used to be our norm. And then only recently, I'll say over the last like 20 years or so, it was almost like believers were scared to talk about healing. And it seems like God is doing this exposure now where he's like, no, I'm, I'm the same God that I was yesterday, today and forevermore. Yeah. And I, and I got to say, man, thank you for not being afraid Thank you for not being afraid and to, to bring that message because I, I, I noticed that healing was a conversation that we would talk about in church, but not necessarily outside of church. You know what I mean? And and, and you, uh, have, listen, I, I've actually seen them in action at the mall, you know what I mean, where you don't mind praying for, and, and I think sometimes we'll let situations intimidate us. You don't care what the situation is, you will pray for anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's amazing. Like you'll believe God for anything. And it's like, man, you know, if there's any reluctancy, it's not question your faith. It's almost like you have to question my faith. You know what I mean? Like I saw you at, uh, it was a video of you at a Danette Crawford event at Reed University where you yourself got healed, your knees got healed. Do yeah, that was that
3: Robbie Dawkins. Was my, that Robbie Dawkins? That was my first. That was my leg that grew out, and then several months later, I stepped out in faith because uh, these guys, Robbie Dawkins, Todd White, uh Cityquake, they've done a great job of teaching power evangelism, and I went to all their conferences. And so I started after my leg grew out. A few months later, I'm at a Rite Aid, and I run into a 80 year old lady who had a cane and and come to find out her leg was short. Ended up having her and her son, grandson, and wife out front, and prayed, and her leg come out, and I've got that on video. I don't know who was more shocked, her (laughs) or me. She's going, "Thank you, Father! Thank you, Father!" And I'm going, "Look, it's coming out!" And she got healed, and then her grandson got healed, then his wife got healed, and all this happened in front of Rite Aid in Kempsville. And since then, I've seen probably 300 legs come out that and and then their backs are healed their hips are healed i've even did it over the
2: phone with people and in I mean, other countries i saw you praying for people in other countries as well you 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 really utilize the internet and, and yes uh and, and i think that's one of the most amazing things when does this this start the the power the um
3: rescue hampton roads yeah. so rescue hampton roads is going to be on november the 11th at christian embassy at 10 a.m uh, our pastor's son, you know, Caleb Lambert. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's quite the evangelist. Uh, he will be uh, preaching a session on evangelism, and then I will do a session on power evangelism, and then we will activate everybody there, and we'll send them out on the street for two hours, uh, in pairs, two to four. You know, take a long lunch, two hours, go out, minister to people. And what we're doing is, it's uh, you know, Mark 16:18. He said. I mean, this is the Great Commission. This is one of the last things Jesus said. Right after he said this, mm-hmm. he ascended. He said to preach the gospel to all the earth and and to baptize and basically to reach the lost and to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And another conversation they don't people don't talk about is casting out devils. Mm-hmm. You know, and <laughs> and, uh, and so that's we're all about that. So you can ignore it. You tear it out of your Bible, but I'm not tearing it out of my Bible. I'm going to camp there, and, and that's going to be my lifestyle because right. that's the last thing he said before he ascended. Mm-hmm. Of course, he also said you got to have the Holy Spirit because you can't walk in signs and wonders without the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Right. So we're going to teach all that. We're going to send them out on the streets. People are going to get healed. People. Are, we teach words of knowledge, getting words of knowledge. Um, that, that's another thing that's weak, that it's in, it's in the Bible, um, the gifts of the Spirit. And then we're going to have Tamika Green. She's an evangelist with Christ for All Nations. Mm -hmm. Kalinda, Daniel Kalinda, you know, they were just in town. So she is a a powerful uh, evangelist, uh, does a great job of teaching their style and how they do it. And and then we're going to follow it up with uh, my dear friend, Dr. James Lee. Who's planted over 800 churches in indigenous countries? Written five books, some on the Holy Spirit, and he's going to do a, a session on uh, how to walk in the power and authority, um, you know, of the kingdom power and authority. And he's going to do an impartation. Yeah. And we're going to need some catchers because I guarantee <laughs> need some catchers. there'll be people <laughs> right out with the power of of, of, of the Holy Spirit.
4: Greetings fellow business owners. I'd like to pose a question. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the pressures of meeting the digital demands and the time consuming processes in our technologically advanced modern society? Don't lose hope. We're here to provide assistance. With decades of experience, our team has successfully achieved our clients' objectives catering to various entities such as small businesses, international organizations, churches, artists, and more. At Bright LLC, our commitment lies in aiding you to transforming your brilliant concept into reality. We tirelessly work to fulfill your requirements for mobile apps, game development, and digital web development, ensuring safety, security, user friendliness, and most importantly, illuminating your bright message clearly. As a Bright Herd client, our ultimate goal is to see your success and satisfaction shining brightly.
2: Yeah. Now, when we talk about healing, uh, you know, I I do know that the body of Christ uh, definitely needs to be uh, healed in some other areas, which is uh, the I'll say the the, some of the social issues that we let divide us Mm -hmm. and we need that. You know, we are. Racial, you know, racial, i call it even ageism. You know, it's like, oh, out, you know, out with the old, in with the new, catching trends and focus. And I think when sometimes we can get distracted, and I believe this revival that you're talking about is going to come from us just getting back to what the word of God says. Not being intimidated by politics, not being intimidated by, but standing on the word in politics, standing on the word in business, standing on the word even in mental health physical issues, you know, all of that stuff, you know, it's not that God doesn't address these things. It's just that we may be uncomfortable with them. And I think this is amazing that you're bringing that stuff uh, back to the forefront. And I know that there's others doing it, but we've got to get back to the power of God and what the word says. Now, one of the things that the word says, is says let there be no division amongst yourselves. Right? So we've got to come together and agree. Willie Brown, you were just, at the Dove Awards. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Kurt Franklin a few years ago brought it up that the Dove Awards is the the White Christian Awards and the Stellar Awards is the Black Christian Awards. Mm -hmm. And we've got to fix that because it's almost like unity happened everywhere else, Mm -hmm. except for in the music realm. And we're seeing more diversity. We're seeing, uh, you're seeing Toby Mac and Kurt Franklin trying to come together. You're seeing, and I want to tell y'all something, you can't be a believer and a racist. So let's deal with that. That's the first thing. We rise above all of that stuff. We're, we're children of God. And so, first of all, what, what is God putting on your heart about this coming together and, 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 and dealing with that? Well, you know,
5: and again, as <clears throat> my brother, just, uh, thank you so much for,
4: for this. Oh, bless him, man.
5: Um, I, I try not, you know, I, I get a check every month for PTSD. Mm-hmm. you know um and sometimes it kicks in when we are dealing with foolishness in the church um i call for wimpy, Christ- wimpy christians wimpy christians <laughs> you know we love god we do this and then when we see wrong we're afraid to approach it because we don't want to ruffle somebody's throat. those are wimpy christians you know what i'm saying
2: and
1: this, <laughs> this is why i whole, got this is why i got them
5: on this whole thing of um and, and and i always say We, you know, don't miss the kingdom for doing church. Mm -hmm. We're doing church and missing the kingdom. And see, and and there's more talk about the building as opposed to the church without the spot of wrinkle. We are the church. You know what I'm saying? There's no, there's no, that's, that's an afterthought. We're all thinking about the mega buildings and things like that and trying to get people in so that our offerings are big and this, that, and the other. And, and I've been talking about this for, for a number of years, that we have gospel music, we have Christian music, Christian contemporary. We sing the same God, but why are we separate, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I said this uh, about the Sunrise Festival last year. You know, they did the gospel on Friday, and they did the Christian contemporary Saturday and Sunday. Why can we all be intermixed? You know, so God has put on my, on my heart to um, to focus on. and start talking about the racial divide in the church. Um, maybe uh, sometimes, maybe I think I'm too too strict in my in my thinking. But you know, I heard a comedian at a concert who was talking about the way you know if you go to a black church. This is how they're gonna sing the song. You go to a white church. This is how they, you know they're gonna sing. My thing is. They go, they're they singing the song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we think it's really funny, you know, um, that the way the way it's expressed um, in, in that division, and even that still separates us. Yeah. You know, it's supposed to be funny,
6: but it's, it's not. Hi, it's Tim at Family Fun Experience Theater, and we're glad to have you guys here listening to the Duke White Show. We are challenging all of you to come out here somewhere in this season and experience some of the fun that we have out here at Family Fun Experience Theater. Again, we do live interactive shows year-round, and that goes from our fun and game shows to other game shows, the the mystery whodunit shows, all kinds of different things. I know we've got a couple other pirate show options coming up. And uh, you guys are right in the season we call Fundsgiving. So we do some, some shows right around this season for Fundsgiving, and that's leading right into the holiday season. And we have some very special events coming up this holiday season. We have our normal FFXmas, which is always a different sort of review-type show that comes... Uh, comes comes up each year, and that is going to be on Friday evenings, as well as on Saturday and Sundays, two shows each day. We have something very unique this year. It's an immersive dinner theater experience called Bethlehem Inn. This is musical. It's got comedy. It's a lot of fun, and you get to be right in the inn in Bethlehem amidst the action that's going on. It is a very fun show, and it's a dinner theater, so it involves a whole different level of experience and very interactive, so... We're looking forward to seeing a bunch of you out here on some of the Saturdays and Sundays in December with that, as well as some other special things you can find on our website, like Breakfast with the Bumble, and you might meet the Grinch and San and some other things like that. A lot of fun. We love building in everybody through the holidays because it's just a great time to bring families together. And so whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, or just some special event that you want to do, please check us out at ffxshow.org.
5: You know, so what he's put on my heart uh is to do some events uh one is called um we're working on that um called better together a kingdom united you know you don't see gospel artists and christian contemporary artists on the same stage now when i was at the doves um you would ne- years ago you would never see the hip-hop gospel
2: <laughs> right the
5: um the just none of that at the doves and when i i, I did the red carpet and just to see the diversity, you know, uh, in the categories was, was just amazing. I, I was talking to Chris Tomlin, and um, he was just talking about this, this rainbow on the red carpet, you know? And that is what heaven is supposed to be like.
2: In- yeah, I, I think that the format that we that was passed down to us was from the secular world. Like it was like, OK, w- when we started getting involved in media, it was just like, let's just do what they're doing. Right. So it became focusing on industry. So this is what this industry is. This is- but when the culture shifted to unity, we just kind of kept the same format, not thinking it was going to impact. Uh, but it does because it sends a message that, you know, only white Christians listen to this music and black Christians listen what's like. And what's crazy about it, like I'm a metal head, y'all. I love heavy metal. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, and I love heavy metal. And so when I started hearing Christian metal, I was so excited about that. And then I know, look, Le- Cray will tell you straight up, the majority of his fan base is white. Right. And so you got this diversity that the body of Christ is striving for. uh, And we've got to get our churches back to looking like that, like, like to jump on that. And then I think that's one of the reasons why, uh, you know, even Isaac James, his music is so important. It's like, let's get behind these artists that are bringing in that diversity. Let's listen, guys, if we just do what the word says, we don't have to make anything up. Like, like, it's we listen. You don't get to be normal and believe Jesus walked on water in the first place. So you might as well be weird all the be way. Weird, weird, weird. <laughs> be yeah. weird all the way. Like you don't get to believe he defeated death, rose from the grave. You know, when, and talking about healing and legs growing. And Lived just, in a teen girl for nine months. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> think about that one. Right. You know what I mean? Like, come on, guys. We're, we're talking about. We are talking about the supernatural. Racism cultural divide, all that sickness, disease, all that stuff, that's natural. We're talking about supernatural.
7: Hi, I'm Robert Shepard. America has approximately 580,000 homeless people. My area of Virginia estimates 5,783 people living on the streets. A Google search can show the homeless number in your state. You can make a difference. Please send a message that God loves the homeless and has not forgotten them. Go to www.ComingSoonJesus.org and click on Fundraising. Purchase the Coming Soon Jesus t-shirt or hoodie. The CSJ team delivers the shirts and hoodies to homeless shelters, churches, and even directly to the homeless. Together, we can make a difference. Together, we can help the homeless. Please go to www.comingsoonjesus.org. Purchase a t-shirt or hoodie for the homeless today. God bless you as you bless the homeless.
2: Love is supernatural, yeah. especially in this world.
5: Yeah, yeah. You know, and we have to look at um, when, when I, was, like I said, when I was on the red carpet, I didn't know at one point if I was at a MTV award <laughs> show, a BT void show. Because of the dress, yes. right? You know, one um, K. Few, dude is awesome. You know, chains down like stuff like that, and people look at that, and and say, does that belong in the church? we here we go again, doing church, missing missing the kingdom for doing church. You know, is is it, there's a song that says he looked beyond my faults, wow, and saw my needs. I would say he looked right at him.
2: <laughs> and didn't and turn away still
5: did what he didn't do the same thing with what we need to do yeah
2: it's funny you say that in genesis 8 god actually tells noah and this is like right after the flood so in genesis 8 god tells Noah one of the first things god's tells god tells noah after the flood is that man's not going to stop sinning like he knew that and still yeah. sends yep. the messiah yeah and still, yeah, like completely knowing that we were stuck in a place uh, of sin and still sends the Messiah because he knew that if he sent this Messiah, that we could, the Messiah would live in us and free us from sin. It's not that, that we haven't sinned, but we don't have to be bound by that anymore. And... and uh this is where I got to say it's a it's gonna be an issue of what we believe so if you are a, a, a Black parent like my, my parents used to freak out when they found out I listened to metal <laughs> But it's like no don't be afraid that your children as long as they're listening to kingdom Don't be afraid if you find out your children are listening to other Styles of music and this and that don't be afraid of that as long as it's kingdom God is birthing creativity in this generation that 's bringing people together uh you know don 't be afraid when you you send your kid to church don 't be afraid, mother and father, when you get sick and your child says, "Let me lay hands on you what was what was the point sending in this church for the first place? you know what yeah. i mean so let's let's and, and and I want to tell you something else uh Jeff, you did this for me when when my business started to kind of go down uh and you were just like, hey, what are you choosing to believe? What are you going to believe? You've got to have faith. You kept bringing it back to faith. Like, are you just going through the emotions or not? Because there are these ups and downs that we're going to face. So none of us up here are saying this is an easy task to believe that we're going to bring racial reconciliation through the music and to believe that, you know, uh, it's not an easy task to uh, I know that a lot of times now this, the whole healing thing with Jeff. I want to tell you, if you're going to be a part of that, make sure you. Uh, and I'm pretty sure you're going to address this: that fear has no place mm-hmm. in this dimension that you're talking about. Yeah, you, of course.
3: You, I mean, that's that's they did a uh, someone did a study that uh, I think it was like 40 <clears> percent <throat> said the reason they don't share their faith it was fear related. It's because of fear, and 98 percent wow. of the Christians have never. Led another person to the Lord. Ninety-eight percent
2: have never wow. led
3: another person to the Lord. Now, isn't that amazing? Isn't now, that when amazing you do
2: your same? events, don't you find that that people who uh, like normally wouldn't have even known about? Because you do a lot of free events too for the public. You know, what do you do when you see someone come up there that says they want to accept the Lord? What is your, what do you guys respond? Oh,
5: we, we've had that happen.
2: You know, and
5: that has a place every time. You know, I said if we is says, suffer not the little children to come unto me. So I don't even in the middle we, we had something going on and, and a lady just came up in front and she just got on her knees, you know, and we stopped. We had to address her. She didn't know she didn't even know how to pray. She didn't know all that she said, oh, she said wow. I just feel she said, I don't know what I feel, but I and she just started screaming because it was so overwhelming for her. And we took time. Like you, like you were saying, you're teaching about how to evangelize, how to lay hands on people. And we just, we just stood there and we just, with compassion, and then forget about the concert. We got a soul we saved, one soul. And if one soul can be saved, that person can change the lives of thousands. Yeah. You know, it's no more business as usual. It's no more kingdom building. It's, we we got to break those barriers, man. We got to be consistent. And know that for god i live and for god i die okay because we said hell no i'm not going to hell Hell no no i'm not going to hell Hell right
2: right like the answer to hell is no no No. No, seriously no seriously because I, i guess what happens is There is this temptation to just accept what is. So I'm going to accept that this has to fail. I'm going to accept that I'm just sick. And I know that the logical brain wants to argue. You know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, we want to, we just talked about mental illness is a a part that the church has to, to deal with. Mental illness is something that we've got to say it does exist. Is it too big for God? Of course not. But we can't. Pretend like it doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Like, so it's not everyone that not everyone has a demon in them because there's a a mental illness, but everyone can be healed by God. God.
1: Do you see what I'm saying?
2: And it's like it's like, oh, the issue isn't this, it's this. Well then let's deal with that. If we're talking about legs growing back, we can talk about God healing someone's mind. Some people, I do know that trauma is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And when I think about trauma and how in the society, listen guys, we live in an oppressive and an abusive society. Trauma is something that's real. And what we've, what, a, what a, in American society, what we do is say, everybody's got a story. So move on. As people of God, we can't do that. We have to help people deal, because it's their story that's either killing them and keeping them out of salvation. So we, like you use the beautiful word compassion. We gotta have that compassion enough and this is what compassion to me is, telling them about what God can do in their life. And I think the, the reason why this music situation is so important is because it might not be anything I can say to reach somebody, but this song can.